0: What do we most want? Our honest answer might be, more time. If we never seem to get everything done, something has to be put on hold. That something is too often our soul's care. While we might not have put our dilemma into just those words, many of us do often feel harried and in need of something that eludes our grasp. The more cynical among us might see it as a kind of betrayal by some of the institutions we once relied on to support us. Our political system has devolved into bitter partisanship, with the public good a pale mirage. Our churches are often groping for their lost place in our culture, and our schools have become so test-results-driven that the idea of the joy of learning might evoke a bitter chuckle. Too bleak a picture? Put like that, it is. But each of these contributes to our personal and social dis-ease. We have a hunger for the more. Is there a way to satisfy that hunger? I love the story of the two Englishmen who were exploring in the heart of Africa in the 19th century. So engrossed were they in their adventures that the calendar escaped them, until they realized that they had a very limited time to get to the port on the nearest coast before a steamer would leave for England. If they missed it, weeks would elapse before the next one would dock. In haste, they packed up their camp and called their native porters to shoulder the baggage. Off they set at a goodly clip. One day, two days passed, and they were nearing the coast. But on day three, as the explorers clapped their hands for everyone to set out again, the bearers refused to rise from beneath the trees. Their spokesperson explained, We have been going too fast. We must stay here and wait for our souls to catch up with us. Myth or fact, the story makes a profound point. We moderns have long ago left our vital spiritual component somewhere in a jungle clearing. Do we wonder why we are so frazzled? There are little ways by which we can reclaim this vital part of who we are and in the process better understand how and why we are. We agree that we do not have enough time for reflection. We agree that our calendars are overloaded. But that does not mean that there is no place for God in our lives. I often begin simply at the start of a new month or new season by blessing my instruments of work. You could do the same. Bless the phone so that the words you say might be good and helpful ones. Say a prayer over the computer for the work you and it will do together. Since I know that the office copier has a prejudice against me, I often bless it before I press the on button. These little rituals need not be witnessed by anyone else. They are simply a way of claiming what we use so that all our uses might be lifted above the mundane. They apply equally well to cars and car keys, to kitchen utensils and home implements. We are then no longer alone in our sometimes frantic efforts. Instead, we are consciously asking God to share the load. There is nothing that need escape our blessing fervor. Snap on the dog's leash with a prayer. Attach the toddler's seat belt with one. Pick up the errant backpack with a blessing. Stretch it to cover the dishwasher and the washing machine the vacuum and the dust cloth. Our lists are uniquely ours, but the stuff of our lives suddenly acquires added value.